You're listening to Industrious Radio, a show designed to help you work hard, live fit, and lead an exceptional life. Today's show is brought to you from our friends at Head to Toe Spine and Sport Therapy, a modern manual therapy practice where movement is the best medicine. Now, let's get into the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. How's it going, everybody? Hey, man. It is so good to see you. It is so good to have you in the studio. It feels great to be in the studio. It has been one hell of a stretch for the last six weeks. I tell you what. It has been big push, big victory, big breakthrough. It's like... It's like going for that Everest summit. It is, and it's it, like you're. It's just like those last little miles are the longest miles. It really, I think that's a great analogy. You know, because you know, if we look at everything that we've been working on, everything that we've been planning, everything that we've been working hard towards, on top of our general normal daily just normal whirlwind, life. yeah. Um, not even including babies and family and oh, all to- that oh, stuff. Oh, totally, right? Yeah, I know. Like we have, yeah, we had a baby two, uh, two and a half months ago. No, three, almost three months now. Um, and so, you know, it's just, it, it's been wild. It's been crazy. I, I, I wish that I could remember vividly everything that has happened, but I think that it's been so sleep deprived, so much work, such long, fun, fast, exciting days that, you know, I, 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 I can't really remember all of the details, but I just know that a lot of really fun stuff has happened. It's right? that heating mix of exhaustion and adrenaline. Yeah, you know, totally. Of like, of like total breakthrough exhilaration and like total frustration going to cry. You totally. Know, it's like that. So if you haven't guessed everybody, it is, it is June. It is our June update show. Uh, welcome to the Industrious Radio Show. We're very, very excited to have you here. If you're first time tuning in, we want to welcome all of our new members. Obviously, a big thing we want to talk about today is, of course, SLU, South Lake Union, is officially open. It booyah, is open. booyah, booyah, cracking the champagne. Oh, man. What a great feeling it is a great feeling so why don't we spend a little bit of time talking about that and then we'll get into some more updates uh but you know like anything with like the whole saga of slu there was there was setbacks and and breakthroughs all the way along even up until the last moment so why don't you take us yeah uh, why don't you take us into this kind of the last the last week or two before opening because i know that there was some there were some snags that came up that yeah. i don't think people even knew yeah that almost derailed our opening oh it totally did yeah there was um so uh, about two weeks before opening, we were on pace with the construction project. And this is the hardest thing to do, is to call a grand opening date, commit to a grand opening date, do pre-sales against the grand opening date, you know, because you just don't know. I mean, if a bracket shows up, doesn't show up, as an example, the whole project is behind a week, you know? And so it's very risky. It's very scary to do it that way. But um, it's it, it's what we needed to do. And so people were, were anxious for us, you know, they They'd stuck with us throughout that whole year-long permitting process with the city. It actually was about nine months, which, to be honest with you, is lightning fast. This whole project is lightning fast, even though it took nearly a year. Um, So anyways, uh, but we got to two weeks before opening, and now all of a sudden the contractors just kind of kept running into issues and mistakes. And uh, as an example, with the seismic upgrade in particular, the, there was there was a lot of steel that needed to be uh, you know custom fabricated for the roof to brace the parapets. You know, it's the parapets, those things that extend above the roof line, and they were supposed to be done with that. You know, like early April, and so that that way the roofers could come in after them and. And, and put on the new roof and yada, yada, yada. So it was delay after delay, snag after snag after snag. The good news was we were the contractors were able to, to really work hard on the interior of the building, but we couldn't paint over anything related to the seismic upgrade 
so we had to be inspected first. It had to be inspected before we could paint over it. And so it was like, you know, we're starting to panic because we had our scope of work that we needed to do with our painters and painting it ourselves and um, in the work that we were supposed to do. But we were being held back. We couldn't do any of that work because of this delay with the seismic. So we're literally just watching the clock tick and we're starting to see how this thing is going to end up. And you're doing the math and you're like, it is not, we are missing our deadline. Oh, dude, big time. I was I was really starting to uh, uh, to freak out, but but we we just kept a positive mindset with it and and dealt with the things that we could control and f- just figure out a way to keep moving. There was still stuff that we could keep doing, the, but but the really the big issue was a lot of people don't realize this when you're under construction, you cannot stock a building. If in, in stocking means unpacking stuff, so all all the stuff that came from Rogue, all the stuff that came from Assault, you know, every one of those, you know, every one of those boxes is a thirty minute project for one minimum, person. right? Min- right. Oh, totally. And some of it much longer. To oh, build yeah. The like rigs the, and all the setup yeah, and Assault runner put the, stuff together. It takes yeah. hours and hours and yeah. hours and hours. Every box is like a mini project. Crazy, crazy amount of work and time associated with setting this stuff up. I mean, you know, the rig in particular. That's a construction project in and of itself. Because yeah, because that thing you can't mess that. Up. You mean, can, yeah, <laughs> if you screw that one up, I don't know if anybody's ever taken down a a, a fifty five foot rig like ours is built, uh, but it's not something you would ever want to. do. No, it's a nightmare scenario oh, if that oh, thing is not set up properly from right. the get go. And it's precision; it has to be laid perfectly. And so, anyways, um, so we couldn't even unpack anything until we got the okay from the city. Well, we couldn't get the okay from the city until the the construction was was basically done and the place was safe and the fire department came through and said, it's okay to stock. So we're trying to push this stuff along as fast as we possibly can with contractors and, and delays and stuff. Um, and we got the okay to stock the space the Wednesday before the grand opening party. And we wanted to have a soft opening on the 13th. We wanted to open and then run a soft opening week to try to try to work out the bugs, then have our grand opening party, and then hit the ground running that following Sunday after the grand opening party, and and so we all of a sudden realized the soft opening we're not going to have that luxury, so you know we're just going to have to start, diving into the deep yeah, end, yeah, right exactly. into the deep end, <laughs> and, and so. Anyways, uh, we finally got the okay to stock the space on Wednesday before the grand opening. And it took, I mean, it took an absolute miracle. We worked nonstop from Wednesday, the moment that we got the green light to stock the space, all the way through the grand opening party, we worked around the clock, 24-7. 24-hour. I was going to ask, were we pulling all-nighters? It was like, did did we have a crew there the whole time? Oh, totally. It was like, okay, Jeremy, you go sleep right now. I'll keep cranking away. You come back or leave me. I'll go sleep. And and keep in mind, we still had just the general operations of the business that we still needed to be running. Yeah, regular classes are happening at Linwood. We have Primera going on. We have all this other stuff happening in the midst of this crazy push. Yeah, it was... Oh man, it was it was wild. Um, so, anyways, we uh, we 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 just kept working on the things that we could work on, controlling the things that we could control, and and we had a lot of people come down and help and pitch in and do some stuff. You know, we had people come down and set up bikes and you know all that stuff. I'm telling you, if it wasn't for everybody's little contribution that they did, um, whether it was just you know painting a beam or you know setting up an assault bike or something like that, we would have not made our grand opening party. The literally the the 
a vacuum went upstairs. The man lift went outside. The mop came over where that stuff was and got the place polished. We turned around and the first person was walking through the front door and it was a high it five. It was down to the yeah. minute, yeah. down to the second. Yeah. I ran out of the gym at like 4.30 in the morning to run up north and change and get cleaned up and put on my uniform and drive back to the gym. And um, and, and then off we went into our grand opening party, which was a phenomenal success. It was a lot of fun. We had well over 100 people show up to work out. Most of them new faces, people that we were meeting for the first time. And and things just went really really smooth and um, you know we're just we're so honored and grateful that the South Lake community uh, South Lake Union community is uh, is really you know just embracing us with open arms right now you know people are super excited to have us down there as an amenity we're super excited to be serving that community and um, uh, and it was wild it was hard well I'll tell you what there are so many life lessons to be pulled out of this and you know one of our signature trademarks here one of the things we love to do is we love to take these ordinary everyday real life challenges that we have and extract from them these principles that we apply into our gym, into our fitness, into our into our entrepreneurship, into our mindset, into our family, right? And one of the great lessons that you're talking about here is finding the, there's so many, but one is uh, finding the small things that you can continue to make progress on, even when the bigger things that are maybe occupying your mind and you're stressing about, but perhaps are is an extension or two outside of your control. Like you can't directly control it. Like you couldn't directly control the city and the contractors. You could encourage, you could beg, you know, you could cry to them, but at the same time, you couldn't control them, but you could control a variety of other things. So I think it's very challenging when we're in our life and we're feeling maxed, overwhelmed, we have so much going on. Sometimes it can be hard to find that look those little things we can control. Right. And sometimes that is just getting into the gym. Yeah. Sometimes that is uh, having a shake for breakfast or not eating that piece of pizza or like not picking, you know, not having the third beer. Right. You know, these sometimes are the little choices that we can make that can help us move us towards our goal and towards our destination. So I think that's a huge example of that. Oh, totally. It, it, it really is. Because there were so many, you know, in all of that, you know, I, I swear that there was probably you know, once every 15 minutes, somebody was coming to me with some sort of problem, some sort of bug, some sort of issue, something that was just challenging. It was overwhelming. And, you know, but you you try to block that stuff out and say, that's just a bug, right? It's, it's, it's not a broken system. It's a bug. We need to work through that. But that's not the priority right now. We need to be focused on, on this aspect, right? Because this is the priority. And you, so you just, you, and this is something that we can actually control and keep moving. And I think that oftentimes, you know, just it, all of the blows just hit you really hard. And sometimes that can make people, you know, shut it down or get super discouraged. Um, and, you know, I got to hand it to, to, uh, Jeremy and Andre and, and, and all of the team that pitched in, but Jeremy and Andre were down there as well dealing, you know, they were in the fight down there trying to get it set up, um, leading up to it. And they just did a, a great job at just being resilient and, you know, staying positive and just moving what we could move and doing the best job that we can. And, you know, we harp on this all the time too, is we believe that things should continually get better and better and better and better over time. I mean, we could, we can come in and we can try to be perfect, but the reality is, is we're still going to need to make improvements, right? Otherwise things are just going to, you know, stall out. That's how, how it goes. So, what what's important to us is that we open with a wonderful space with a wonderful coaching staff and a wonderful offering and wonderful equipment and in more classes than than can be found around and then but 
not stop there, right? You know, we want to keep making improvements week over week over week. And that's what we're doing right now. So the contractors are actually, they're still in there fixing a lot of the boo-boos. One of the boo-boos that they made was the, the showers were not wide enough. So 72 hours before the grand opening party, they had to demo the showers and rebuild them. Weird. Yeah. And the bathroom, the bathroom were done. Yeah. I, oh, uh, wow. yeah, the they were bath- fully they finished. Were done. Wow. They were gorgeous. They were finished. It was awesome. And so, you know, seven, I got the call saying, Hey, the bathrooms, uh, the, the showers were not wide enough and we're demoing them right now. And we're hoping to have them done by Friday. And the contractors did stay overnight on Wednesday. They stayed overnight on Friday and just work. You know, everybody was sort of all hands on deck. At that point, I'd say the wheels were officially off the, off of the bus. <laughs> like it was a total derailment at that point. And it, it really took everybody pitching in. Like, I mean, I was in the bathroom helping the contractors take measurements on tiles, you know, so they could just work faster. Um, you know, and it, uh, is so it, what it was, an epic, crazy push and a mad scramble for that summit for that top. Oh, it it, it was wild. I mean, it, it was at. And to your point, I mean, it really felt like we were climbing Everest because if you look at the, if you look at the last year, all of the work and all of the time, all of the additional payroll, all the staff training, all of the other stuff that just comes with opening up a second location, all of the logistics on equipment ordering and facility design and layout and architects and engineers and city officials and contractor bids and blah, 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 blah. You know, it's just, it's this, it's a marathon run. And, and then to your point, you know, it really felt like once we got to, to where we could see the finish line, it, the, the trajectory of what we were trying to climb got in infinitely harder, harder than it ever was. This is the last mile phenomenon yeah. where all this other work was really, really hard. Right. But then that last little bit yeah. is disproportionately hard and it is so often in life whatever our goal is whether it's that last three or five pounds or seven pounds that a person's looking to lean out you know or whether it's like here like finally unlocking the doors and opening up and welcoming everybody in maybe it's a new business venture that you're launching you know a side hustle that you're bringing to life it's the last few things yeah. that all of a sudden become so disproportionately hard because of the compounding, the pressure, the timeline. And it's just the nature of having to break through barriers right. is that it's like life is asking you, how bad do you really want this? How bad do you really want this? And it takes incredible resolve and incredible just almost delusional, delusional yeah. commitment almost to just keep going and it, smash through. It really felt like that. There was a time where, you know, Jeremy and Andre and I were in the space and it was probably 3.30 in the morning and we're looking at how to solve some issue with the design or maybe it was the rig or something like that. And I looked over at, at Andre and I <laughs> I thought he was just falling asleep standing up. I mean, that's how tired we were. It, it, and we all, <laughs> we all felt that. Um, but, you know, it, it was... Uh, it, 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 you're, you're truly right. It, it really just was was one of those things where we were we were almost delusional. We were so tired, but we were so committed and so um, you know we just had resolve. You know, we were we were gonna punch the ball into the end zone. There was not gonna be we were not gonna get stopped. And so you know you, you we we may have. Punched it in by one inch or one centimeter, but we were going to get it in there. And huge so. win. Well, huge win for the whole team. Yeah. And a huge shout out to everybody who went over and above to help out. I think that's the other great little lesson is that when you are in need, 
you know, put it out there, ask for help, you know, open up your arms to the community of people who are around you and who want to help and are willing to help and able to help uh, and who came to the rescue. That's- totally. You know, I think that's a really good point. You know, I think that oftentimes people associate raising their hand for help with a sign of weakness, and I view it as just the opposite. I view raising your hand for help as a sign of strength. Um, and, you know, in acknowledging that you're not going to be able to do it all yourself, especially something like opening up a second location um, for, a, for a business or any business, whether it be a CrossFit gym or any, any business, that is, that is, I will say that it's probably the hardest thing that I've ever had to go through in my life. If you look at the, the just end to end process of everything that was involved and how much time and energy it took and how many hours per day it took, it it was very challenging. Um, and you're not going to be able to do that without the help of others, like without the whole community rallying behind us, without, you know, people wanting to pitch in and contribute and, and offer up what they can offer up. Like Nick DeRose, for instance, he's a member at the gym. He's an electrician by trade. And he worked that final night. He worked around the clock with us. He it just, just pitching in and working and he knew what he knew what timeline we were up against and so he he got there at like eight o'clock at night or whatever the friday before opening we had a bunch of electrical things that needed to get dialed in through the front desk so that that way our nerve center could operate the way that we need it to and and he would not leave until the work got done and he he stayed all the way through the night he, he walked out of there at seven o'clock in the morning <laughs> <laughs> after he had finally finished up and uh you know I'm, I'm just so grateful that he was there and then mark ramey another electrician came in because the the general contractor's electrician was unable to come in and and do the so the city came in you know this is the other thing city came in after we'd fixed the bathroom issue so we'd gotten past that right they came back in and then the 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 last minute on Friday, they asked, or I'm sorry, on Thursday afternoon, they asked for additional egress lighting inside of the gym space above and beyond what was on the approved plans. The inspector wanted more egress lighting. So we had to, we had to figure out a way to get an electrician. Then Mark Ramey came in and saved the day. And, you know, if, if it wasn't for the power of just the, the entire industrious community and the people that love us and support us, we would not have been able to make it, you know? So, you know, it, it really is a testament to how amazing, you know, industrious is the people that work here, the people that, that are customers here. Um, you know, it, it really is one of those things that, you know, we would we would not. It, it's not our success. It's everybody's success because everybody pitched in. Um, so it's, true. It's, it really is a true community. I mean, oftentimes we hear that word thrown about, uh, and everybody wants to be part of a community. And I think we're all hungry for it. And and this is what it really looks like when you have it, and what it feels like to be part of it, which is that people have your back. And when you need help, there's there's many hands to help with that lifting and to help with those taskings and to help with the projecting so it can all come together and we can have a victorious celebration, have yeah. the grand opening, which was a smash. Yeah. And we're off to a great start down there, right? We're, we're attracted. People are coming in. They're loving the space. Right. Getting great feedback on it. Yeah. It's, it, well, and so that's just the thing is, you know, the, the space, the design has been super encouraging. People seem to really, really like it. Um, and rather than trying to fix our mindset into, you know, this is the exact floor plan that we want, we had those plans, but we decided to, to, to just get in there and start operating and start learning, start running the system is, you know, the way that it, the system is designed, but then figure out 
you know, over time, where is the best place to put the clock? Where is the best place to put the runners? Where's the best place to put the assault bikes? Where's the best place to put the equipment? What other equipment storage do we need? What type of equipment do we want? You know, these are all questions that still remain to be answered because, you know, things change over time. You know, it's, you know, I believe that businesses should be prototyped before they're replicated. I, I do. We have a system that we run that has proven that's successful. However, you still have to be adaptive over time. You still have to be open and in, in, you still have to listen to what the customers want. And so, uh, so, you know, while we're, we're, like if you walked into South Lake Union right now, I think most people would be like, this is amazing. This place is great. But just know that we're just getting started. We're in same thing with Linwood. So now that we've got the giant South Lake Union project behind us, now Chrissy and I are already starting the process of going back through Linwood and, and making all the adjustments that we're going to make to Linwood. And so it's, uh, you know, it is really one of those things of it. It's constant and never ending improvement. It's that old Tony Robbins saying, I mean, that might sound kind of cliche, but it, it truly is. It's, it's not, there is no destination with this. It is let's, let's, let's learn. Let's ask our customers. Let's figure out what they want. Let's figure out what's going to make their experience better. Let's figure out what their pinpricks are and their pain points are. Those are the opportunities for us to help make their, their hour, the best hour of their day. And so I think it's just a matter of staying committed to that. A hundred percent. We look at something and, and you look at, you know, you look at life and so often we, we want to have a plan and we need to have a plan and we, we want to know with certainty how everything's going to be. And that's, you got to have a plan, right? You need a plan. Other, a lot of times, otherwise, especially with a project like that, it would just be chaos. It would be crazy. Uh, it would be like monkeys hitting a keyboard trying to type out Shakespeare. You know, it would just... <laughs> <laughs> totally. It just, who knows what you'd get, but it probably wouldn't get Shakespeare. Um, but at the same time, on the flip side of the plan, then is the reality of being in a space and using it, right? right. And, and seeing how you actually interact with it. And this is this whole interesting field of, of you know, human an environment um, interaction, you know, it's like a, it's like environmental UI. You know, it's just like when you're on your iPhone or your iPad or whatever. It's like how you interact with that. They're always updating and changing it and tweaking it, making it better. It's the exact same thing. You know, totally. it's our user experience. Yeah, it, both from a coaching and facilitation, but then also as an athlete, as a member, you know, from a execution when you're in there working out. You know, are things in a weird spot or you know people banging into stuff or certain things getting overly scuffed? Be, and just is the flow working and is the energy feel right all that goes into understanding okay well what do we need to tweak or change or how do we improve this that's exactly right so I, that's why I, I really do feel like when when you when you're doing something new it, you know try not to make it perfect try to be really really good try to be almost perfect you know that's that I think that you still have to be really really good right but just know that you know it, it's it's something that you're going to continue to learn from. You're going to continue to tweet, uh, test, continue to uh, to ask, continue to see for yourself how how the whole experience flows in and out of the gym. Um, and then you know you start you know adjusting to 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 keep the place fun and exciting. That's right. Multiple times a year we we put out some surveys. So if you see the survey when it comes out, we'll make a big announcement about it. Uh, but multiple times a year we we specifically ask for feedback. We want to know what's going really well. What do you love the most? But we also want to know what 
irritates you, what frustrates you, what needs to change, what, what would you, if you could wave a magic wand, what would you improve? You know, because sometimes there's things we have direct control over inside the space that we can make adjustments to, changes to, that we can bring in, and we, we do that. We respond so uh, so aggressively, so intentionally to feedback that we get. And there's sometimes, you know, just space limitations, constraints we have we can't do anything about. Totally. But it's nice to know that the first, yeah. and it's good to vent the frustration, but we're always listening. Uh, so as you're getting into the space, or if you're a longtime, you know, industrious athlete, a member, and you've been down to SLU and you're loving some stuff down there, you know, let us know when you're coming back if there's some thoughts you have for Linwood because it's always great. Like you're saying, you know, we learn from SLU, we bring whatever new innovations, improvements, new ideas we have there back into Linwood to see what can we do to tweak things here. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and and I think that the team has really em- embraced that concept, and that you know we can we can test and learn in each one of the individual uh, locations to figure out what what people like what they don't like uh and then see if we can if there's an opportunity to replicate in the you know back at one of the other spaces and you know i it, it and i will say this about linwood in in our entire community the people that have been with us this whole time it, it you know it has been so awesome the support and love and everybody's always you know every time i see somebody they're always asking me how's it going they're they're people are excited and and they're excited for us genuinely and uh and they're excited to see the community grow and they're excited to see you know vibrance and um you know i I think that it's just been really helpful and really encouraging to to feel the love and support from the from the community and you know oftentimes when you you open up a second location especially in the context of something that's a community community oriented you know uh, group fitness place right where bonds and connections are going to be tight and people are excited to see that face every day at the gym that they love seeing or there's multiple faces and personalities you know it can it can work sometimes in the opposite direction of the way it's intended to in that you know people sometimes feel like something's missing when a few people have to go work at a different site or, you know, whatever. And I really, you know, this, with opening up South Lake Union, the community has been so supportive in that regard. They haven't gotten overly frustrated that maybe their coach isn't going to be coaching the 330 class. You know, they may be sad, but they know that there's another great coach coming behind them. Um, and, and they've just been, you know, the community, I think, has just grown in the sense that uh, people understand that, you know, when we get to the summer and when things start adding up, we add second locations. People just understand that we're a team and we're dividing and we're conquering the best way that we can and we're going to keep learning and keep improving and keep trying to put the right people in the right seats at both locations and for our corporate partners as well. So that way, you know, everything just continues to levitate. Yeah. One of the things that I think, you know, you and the team and, and everyone has done exceptionally well with the support of the community is, is really not letting balls just get totally dropped. Right. You know, when it comes to excellence and execution on the core model, the core promise, you know, so whether you're hitting the Premier campuses, whether you're coming in uh, and you've been at Linwood for a while, or you're just checking out SLU for the first time, you know, it's like being able to execute on multiple fronts is very, very challenging. And it's really awesome to see how well everybody's done that. You know, and we've also gotten great feedback from from Linwood, uh, from Linwood folks because we've seen some class size normalization there. Yeah. So we've seen some balancing out now that Linwood members uh, kind of early, you know, have, have now options so they could maybe hit Linwood if it's closer to home. But now they have the option if, if they're on a commute thing and it's down at work, they can swing by yeah. either before or after work. Um, to, to get their workout done at SLU, which people have been loving. That, that extra convenience 
is just so fantastic. Absolutely. The 5 a.m. in Linwood was way over capacity for way too long. And you know now we've got several people that worked out at 5 a.m. in Linwood. Then now they're working out at 5 a.m. in South Lake Union. They win because it's a little bit closer to work. They they can be at work before the traffic hits. You know, and so there's 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 so many wins when people have options. And then you know as people get off of work that are normally would work out and say the 5:30 most busy class up in Linwood. You know they're working out in 5:30 or 4:30 down in South Lake Union. There's more options for them. You know, so it's really helped normalize the classes. And you know before if you show up to the to Linwood at 4:30 in the afternoon and tried to find a parking space, I mean it was like you're walking down the street in parking, and that sucks, right? I don't want people walk. I want people to be able to pull. If I could do a valet service, I'd do a valet service, but people were unable to find parking at those times. You know, now that's kind of normalized a little bit because we have quite a few cars that otherwise would have been in the Linwood parking lot. You know, now those cars are somewhere else, whether they're, you know, down in South Lake Union or at people's house because they rode the bus down to South Lake Union or whatever. So it's, it's created a lot of healthy, normal balancing um, and level setting on class sizes on all fronts that I think is good and healthy. Because when things are over, overcrowded, it's hard on the systems. Oh, yeah. It pushes and, everybody. It's stressful for everybody. Right. And so we're loving the fact that there's now options for our commuters and for folks that that works out for. It's fantastic. And on both sides of the equation, if, you know, if you're a new member and you join and you're down in SLU uh, and you are getting out and about on the weekend, maybe getting outside of downtown, come up and get a workout in at Linwood. Uh, come in, kind of meet some new faces, see what that looks like up there. And then for our Linwood folks, yeah, it's a great excuse to have a fun time down in the city. I'll tell you what, you get the whole family. You guys roll down, get a killer workout in, and then bounce over and go hit the space. The Space Needle's like two-minute walk from yeah. there. I mean, everything cool is right there. So yeah, if you yeah. haven't uh, had an opportunity to get down just because work hasn't taken you down there or whatever, um, highly, highly, highly encourage you to go down there, get a workout in, and then just kick around Seattle because it is such a cool area right there. It, it really and if is. you haven't been down there in a while... It has changed so much just in like the last six months. So it, it's it is, crazy. It's wild. It really, really is. I mean, um, you know, as an example, so Thomas Street, the street that that in Industrious South Lake Union is on, is about ready to be a walkthrough street all the way up to the Space Needle. We're just we're literally a week or two away from that, um, and that's going to totally change the dynamic on how people get from you know the Space Needle Seattle Center, Lower Queen Anne, down into the South Lake Union core. And so, you know, if you if you make it to Industrious South Lake Union, there is so much stuff. If you go directly uh, to the west for about 400 meters, you're going to run into the Space Needle. You go directly to the south, you'll run into the Amazon Spheres. You go directly to the north, you're going to end up at the at, at the South Lake Union uh, waterfront or South Lake Union Park. Um, and you know, and if you go directly 400 meters to the east, you're going straight into the South Lake Union, like, like where the the South South Lake Union trolley runs. And so there's just so much stuff down there and there's there, there's all kinds of fun stuff to do and just things that you can get involved with. If you are down there on the weekends, if you normally work out in Linwood and vice versa, you know, for people that live in the city, come up to Linwood, get out of the city. Um, you know, Linwood is, is 
you know, in the summertime when those, all those doors are up and it really feels like an outdoor space and those mats are out on the, uh, you know, on the front of the patio, it's, it, Linwood is a really special experience too, for anybody that lives in the city, um, and wants to see sort of, you know, where, where industrious was really brought up from. Yeah. The, the foundation, if they want to come to the hometown. Yeah, totally. Yeah, the yeah. hometown, the, whole, the HQ location. I, I totally, uh, yeah. Chrissy and I are like, do we, with Linwood, we're like, do we want to go, you know, new school, uh, or do we want to keep it like the old? like the original Starbucks in here and, and, and just see it. And, and so we're, we're thinking about it, but, but we'll see. I, I don't know. I think that, I That's think a tough could, call because they, both have appeal. Oh, they could, and they'd both be sick, you know, because either way, Linwood's going to be getting improvements. Um, but, you know, as far as, you know, the design and the stuff that we would do, do we, do we go improvements makes like old look, but new stuff or new look and new stuff. We'll see. You know, yeah, that's a, that's sure. a tough call. Yeah, yeah, we'll be, I'll be in. Our, let's, we'll, let's maybe circle back to that, and uh, as we get a little closer, to making a decision on that because I think that's something the community will be pumped to hear more about. Yeah, totally, totally. It's, um, it, it's super exciting, and so, and you know, I just think that right now, you know, uh, it's, it's so nice to have just the general support that we've had from everybody. Because, you know, our systems are clearly tested, right? You're opening up a second location and our corporate programs, for those of you guys that don't know, we, we operate on three corporate sites beginning May 1st. So our corporate sites kicked off May, uh, May 1st at Primera Blue Cross. South Lake Union opened up in mid, mid-May. And, you know, so it's like all things sort of hit at once. I mean, we were, we were truly drinking from a fire hose there for three weeks. Um, and, uh, but people have been so cool and boy, this team, I mean, you just can't say enough about these guys, you know, Chrissy and Jeremy and their leadership at both locations and Andre, Andre down in South Lake union and in faith and Eric and Austin and caves, um, and, you know, in, in everybody, but, but those are the ones that are really, really carrying the bulk of the load and Robbie, you know, these guys are just working their butts off and, and they're not stopping. They're, they're going way above and beyond their call of duty, all of them. And, and I cannot thank them enough. I mean, it, these guys, every time that we, we, we put them to the test and it seems like these tests just keep getting harder and harder. These guys just keep rising up. True excellence. It's, it's incredible. Is forged in the <laughs> furnace of life. And that's exactly what we're seeing. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool to be part of. It's cool to watch and uh, deep gratitude out to everybody who's made it happen. For sure. For yeah, sure. Absolutely. Incredible. So if really the, that's the, the big update is, is things are open and flying and everything is, is working. So we want to get you down uh, to come visit SLU. If you're not down there, if you are down in the Seattle area in the core and you're looking for a new gym and you get across this uh, podcast, if you're not having come and check us out yet, by all means, come and check us out. Um, we have introductory thing for everybody, just like yeah. we do at Linwood. So Absolutely. Just come yeah. in and check us out for free. You don't have to do anything crazy or weird. Totally, totally. And you know, our style is, you know, we're we're no pressure, you know, with our free class pass, it's not like we're gonna put you through the sales consultation, right? <laughs> we go for a half day off site, like if you're looking at a timeshare or something. Don't worry about it. Like we want you to come in. We want to meet you. We want to show you our space. We want to show you how we vibe. We want to show you our classes, show you how we teach things, show you how we do things. Um, and if you like it, we'd love to have you in the community on a regular basis. We'd love to have you working out with us. Uh, and if you don't, that's okay too. You know, it's, um, you know, we, we just want people to come in and experience us. Yeah. We, unlike, um, some places out there that, 
you know, like to preach like their way is the only way. We recognize that that fitness is a very personal preference for people. Yeah. And our goal is not our, we know fundamentally that what we do our system produces ex- exceptional results. Totally. You know what I mean? So it's like like you uh, take all that apart. Like we know that what we do at Industrious works better than pretty much everything else. But there's yeah. some other stuff out there that's really highly effective too, but we know what we do works, right? right. And we know there's some other great stuff out there. Um, so we're not here to say like, it's the only industrious is the only path. And if right. you're not on this path, you know, you're, you're going to burn and fitness hell, you know, <laughs> <laughs> totally we're not saying that, but we're saying we love what we, we have a great thing going on. We want you to be part of it. At least you can come check us out. And uh, a lot of the old myths or rumors or fears people have about CrossFit are totally gone, not present, non-existent have been utterly and totally eradicated industrious and you find that it's a community of people who really care about each other and get really, really fit together uh, and do some incredible things that they never thought was possible. Well, for sure. Exactly. You know, and, and that's been another one of the things that's sort of been our in, in our secret sauce and an ingredient is that we've never buried our heads in the sand. You know, we've never just just completely shut ourselves off to other cool, fun, unique ways of doing things. And, you know, that's what's led to, you know, things like Friday night lights. And that's what's led to things like 30 minute classes. And we've got another class that we're thinking about uh, offering and piloting down in South Lake Union, which is called Cardio 45, which would be a 45 minute cardio class on just cardio equipment. So it wouldn't, love be, that. It wouldn't be like, it would be based, no gymnastics with it. It would just be for those people that want to come in and just get a cardio workout. Um, I so, love it. Yeah, running, biking, rowing. So yeah, Jeremy and Andre are, are working on on the framework of how that's going to look. Um, you know, in in these are all innovative and fun, cool classes that that you know we we want to test, we want to learn, we want to see if people like them. Um, because if they do, then we're going to offer them. And you know, I've I've made this joke all the time. If 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 country line dancing becomes a awesome, fun way for you to get fit, then we're going to offer country line dancing. You know, we're, we're open to anything. We like to try anything. We certainly, uh, take it very seriously to, to kind of crush our niche, which is our, we are, we're born and bred, you know, within the CrossFit community, CrossFit, it's at the core of our culture. It's at the core of how we program. It's at the core of our movements, the things that we feel like produce the, the best adaptation for people. However, we, we innovate on that and we create fun on that. And, um, so, so come in and check us out. A hundred percent. We want to see you in there. We love new faces and we love old faces. We love all of the people who are part of what we do and where we're going. And so uh, part of, I think the message on this show is just a giant thank you and a huge uh, hug and high five and a celebratory cheers to have uh, just some amazing things happen over the last six weeks, have our Primera at three campuses and just absolutely on fire with this incredible corporate partner and seeing life's change there with the now SLU open and with the continued momentum that we have at Linwood. It's just an incredible thing. So thank you everybody for everything that you've contributed, uh, all the team and everybody out there who's made it all possible. Yeah. Thank you so much guys from the bottom of our hearts. Really, truly. Thank you. Yeah. This is it. This is a virtual hug is happening, right? Big, big giant hug. <laughs> All the love. All the love. All right, guys. Well, listen, we're going to wrap this show. We will see you next week. We're going to be back on to our regular recording times now that things have uh, gotten into a groove or that the groove is getting built. Uh, you can expect our regular updates to resume as per normal. Until then, work hard, live fit, and lead that exceptional life. We love you, and we'll talk to you on the next show. Thanks, Bye-bye, guys. everybody.